Hey, this is Carrie Peters. And Stacey Morgenstern. And welcome to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast. Where we're here to question how we do life because the normal rules no longer apply. Hey, Better Than Ever podcasters, Hannah Duncan here from the Dream Team. This week, we have something extra special for you. Recently, our HMBA graduate students were challenged to make 10K in 10 weeks. We had multiple students surpass this goal, and the winners will be featured at the HCI Live event this May and are in the running to win a fabulous prize. This week, we are meeting up with one of our finalists in the 10K and 10 Weeks Challenge to hear her story and find out how she did it. But before we begin, I wanted to start with a little clip from the event that inspired this amazing challenge. The first thing I want to talk about is the purpose of a goal and the purpose of a bold money goal. Because I don't know if anyone here has the experience, for a long time I did not want to set goals because I was afraid I wouldn't hit them. And then I would feel like a failure. And I didn't like that feeling, so why set the goal in the first place? That's totally planning for disappointment, by the way. But that's what I did. Does anyone have that experience? Like, I don't want to set a goal, what if I don't hit it? And one of my mentors early on, one of my coach, uh, teachers shared with me a a framework about goals that I thought was great and I'd love to share with you guys. And that is this, that the reason you set the goal is because it drives you to take different action than you would have taken if you didn't set the goal. So let's say, for example, you're setting this goal of $10,000 and we're going to give a 10-week time frame. And in that time frame, let's say you've never made a dime coaching, not a dime. And in that time frame, you go out and you make $5,200 as a coach. Are you, at the end of 10 weeks, disappointed? Do you feel like a failure? Because you made a massive leap because you you were aiming at a particular goal and your actions, that goal drove what kind of action you took, which was totally different than you would have if you hadn't set the goal, and then you created a really tangible result that you were happy with. Who would be happy with making $5,200? Great, not everybody. So when you think about this as a goal, I want any kind of bold goal that you make for yourself, to remember it's about driving you forward in a way you have not been driven forward before. Hello, Better Than Ever podcasters. Hannah Duncan here with Calvert Thompson. She is a transformation coach from Anamkara and Calvert Rejuvenations. Hi, Calvert. How are you doing today? Hi, Hannah. I am great. Thank you. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. For those of you listening, Calvert is one of our finalists in the 10K and 10 Weeks HMBA Graduate Challenge. She made over 10K in 10 weeks, and she is about to be featured at our live event in Miami. Are you excited? I'm super excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. (laughs) Well, congratulations on your accomplishment. Um, But I do have to ask, what is a transformation coach for those listening? 
you know, the, the Cliff's Notes version, um, I usually say that it's, it's what will take a person from point A to point B. So if, if you are stuck, if you have, if you kind of know where you want to go, but you don't know what the next step is, or maybe you don't know where you want to go, but you don't want to be where you are, the transformation coach experience will really dive deep into that and help um, provide some clarity and direction and reignite passion. Nice. I love that. The cliff notes version. (laughs) (laughs) Point A to point B. (laughs) Well, great. Well, thank you. And uh, so you have done this challenge. You've completed this challenge, but I want to know what was your life like and your business like before the 10K challenge? Oh, before the 10K challenge. So I was in the process of really figuring out how coaching was going to fit into my life. A little bit of background to to clarify that is that, so I have, I'm a massage therapist. I am an esthetician. I'm I'm a self-professed certification junkie. So I'm a bunch of different things. I'm a Reiki master and a doula and I own a spa and I've got 10 employees. So like I have this whole huge um, life that prior to BHC, I was really honestly, kind of like dead sick of and wanted to move on from being in the spa industry for, for so long. Uh, I was looking for, I think the best way to describe it, honestly, is I was looking for a way out. I was done. Um, And a series of, of things happened in my life such that I looked up one day and I was, I think I maybe made the phone call or I was getting the phone call from, from HCI and on the spot signed up for BHC. It was almost, it was like, I've been waiting to make this decision for a really long time. Um, Having just tooled around and looked at other programs and things like that. But I just, everything in that moment just felt absolutely right. So I was before the 10 K challenge, I was just finishing up BHC and trying to fit myself into the, I say this with love and uh, the utmost of respect, but like sort of like the typical health coach model. Cause again, I wasn't looking to um, integrate the life that I was leading into where I was going. I was just looking where I was going and it didn't, I couldn't take my foot off of shore just yet, if you know what I mean. Um, so when the 10K challenge came, I thought it, the first couple of weeks were super duper stressful because I was like, how can I have this new life? Well, I still have this, you know, this other life that I have to lead because you know, I'm the primary breadwinner in my house. Um, so it really clarified a whole lot for me and um, got me to focus in a new way on what it was I had spent my life building, where I was, um, and how I could fit. This is interesting. I've never said this this way before, but how I was going to fit into my old life and incorporate this new passion for health coaching. But it felt like I didn't belong anywhere. And the 10K challenge um, pushed me. It both supported me and stretched me, to use HCI terminology. and I, I, I fell into a really beautiful place as a result of that challenge. I know you touched on this, but what, what ultimately inspired you to register for the 10K challenge? Were you one of those that was like, oh, cool, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that alone, or I, I may do that? <laughs> or were you an immediate, like, yes, I've got to do this? I 
really don't ever say, <laughs> I don't really say no to things. That's one of my um, really like, it's an awesome trait, but it's also, <laughs> it's also why I have like 15 certifications. It's like, yeah, I can do that. I'll do that. And then I look up part, maybe down the road and I'm like, oh God, I'm tired, but I have to keep going. So it's, you know, you say the word challenge around me and I'm like, yeah, I'm in, I got it. And then I'll figure it out later. <laughs> so I was in from the beginning. Awesome. Um, and were there any, did anything come up during the challenge? Were there fears that you had to overcome uh, in order to, to get to that next level in your business? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, as I said, like in the, in the beginning, um, I was really looking for ways to make the 10 K and, and hit my targets, my goals through, uh, not reinventing the wheel because we're given so much in the way of tools and strategy from the program, but in order to bring those things to life in my life, I had to reinvent my schedule, my, you know, the way I talk to my employees, how I interact with, you know, my whole life. So it wasn't really reinventing the coaching wheel, but in order for me to approach it in that way, I was going to have to reinvent my life and find, you know, what seemed like create more hours in the day. So for the first couple of weeks, I was kind of losing my mind a little bit <laughs> and, um, you know, by not meeting my targets as, um, strongly as I wanted to and feeling just kind of like in a cyclone of stress, like I have to do this, I want to do this, but it's not working and how do I, you know, whatever. So there, that was a major challenge to take a step back to, um, almost, I mean, I can clarify this, but to, to, to lay down my, my drive to overcome and admit, not defeat, but admit vulnerability and accept where I was, right? Which is a very, which I realized I wasn't living the life that I was going to have to coach in order to win this challenge. So I thought, okay, I got to lay this down and take a step back and actually allow myself to breathe. Where am I for real? Not where do I want to be? Where do I wish I was? You know, like, what do I feel like I am obligated to be doing right now? Where actually am I? Um, so that was, that was a big challenge. And there were, I can't say there were only a couple of tears shed <laughs> throughout those first weeks. <laughs> um, it felt like, it was a major growing experience for me to, to have to do that. And then on top of that, um, through my, through my attempts to create a new group and, you know, uh, I, I'm really drawn to coaching to many. I've been working one-to-one -one with the public for so long. I've, I'm drawn to try to reach more people with every hour of, of my time, um, than just the one beautiful person I'm working with at that time. So again, I was like attempting this challenge in a way, like an academically, I was, I was, I was approaching it and not taking stock of my personal, both mental and physical health and, and all of that. So there was, um, there was a deservability thing as well. Like, do I actually know enough? Am I going to be able to provide content? Where am I going to put it in my life? Just question after question after question. Um, so yeah, so deservability and, and kind of acknowledging and accepting reality and my own limitations with, with love and respect was mm -hmm. very challenging. 
So what, what would you say was sort of the turning point in the challenge? I know you said you had a couple weeks where you like halfway through and you mm -hmm. realized this or was this earlier on? Um, it was a couple of weeks in. So my, I, I will credit my sister with that. Um, we throughout BHC or like near the end of BHC, we uh, kind of, like I said, with, with BHC, I, we, we kind of looked up, found each other and realized that we were on these parallel paths. Um, and we, I had always, my sister is like, if I accept a challenge without thinking about it, she's like maybe twofold. <laughs> she, she is, um, badass is the word that comes to mind. She just is a mover and a shaker and will go, 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 go. And in many ways it has served her incredibly well throughout her life. But as I was describing, you know, my experience in the beginning of not really honoring where I was mentally and physically, um, she's very familiar with that, uh, sort of tug of war as well. And anyway, long story short. So we, I have, I had always said, um, throughout her really successful, um, career in international business, um, here in DC that I just wish she could work for me. Like, is there a way that we could work together? Cause if anyone is wired to be an entrepreneur, that's my sister and that's me. Um, and throughout BHC, we just, you know, a series of different things happened in our lives that, that we looked up and we we're like, Oh my God, we're on parallel paths. If we could just find a way to like navigate to a fork in this road and then continue straight, we, we could do something really special. So hence Anamkara was born. And, um, to circle back, to keep it, keep it in line with the 10 K. Um, I, as I was, you know, going through the struggle that I described a few minutes ago myself, she was there as like an organizational expert, a project manager. That's, that's a big part of her background. So she was helping rein in my cloud of ideas and helping me take steps forward. Um, because coaching obviously is a really big component to Anamkara life. And she just, you know, basically like dropped her marker one day. It was like, Calvert, <laughs> this isn't going to work. You like, we need more time. You are driving yourself crazy. So take a step back. Can you just forget this challenge and like move forward and establish a foundation for yourself so that we can do this when we're ready and not right now. And I hated to hear it, but boy, was it true. So that was the turning point when, when we were butting heads and not able to take a step forward, even with her, I'll say it again, her badass help. I wasn't able to take a step forward. And that was like, ugh, if she says I can't do it, like if she's encouraging me to, to take my foot off the, off the gas, then I'm going to do it for a couple of days. Um, yeah. So that was the big turning point for me. And I, and I shifted, shifted strategy. Nice. So for those listening out there, what does Anakara mean? Anamkara, it translates in Gaelic to soul friend. Mm -hmm. And it speaks to the sort of the ancient belonging uh, in relationship that we have with everything in our lives. And so that includes, you can look at it through a bunch of different lenses. It's a really beautiful um, underlying theme throughout throughout uh, just celtic celtic culture and history of the relationship that we have with our environment the relationship that we have within ourselves um and it's 
it's, it's to who, if you were to have an Anamkara, and I call Shelby, my sister, my Anamkara, she is the person to whom I can reveal every bit of myself without fear of judgment with, um, and it will feel like you're coming home and settling at the hearth of your heart. Ah, that's so beautiful. Thank you. It means a lot to us. Yeah. I work with my sister too. So I I understand that the power of the siblings and not everybody can work with their siblings. So being able to have that relationship to, to work together and be successful together is, is an amazing accomplishment. Accomplishment. Um, I'm so glad that you said that because (laughs) I'm sure as you know, like you're not just born with this fantastic, you know, uh, symbiotic relationship with your sibling. Like you, it takes a lot of work to get to the point where you can work together. Well, you've seen each other through everything, like the awkward years, the years yeah. where you maybe were a little crazy, you know, it's, it's so really to still be able to, to love and love to work together is, is a huge right. accomplishment. So, right. Um, right. Go siblings. Woohoo. <laughs> So you've completed the challenge. Can I ask how much money did you make by the end of 10 weeks? Uh, over 25000 Wait, repeat that again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually pretty shocked. Uh, over 25000 In 10 weeks. In 10 weeks. Yeah. Holy cow. That is amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You doubled and a half the challenge. That's awesome. I, and you know what? Honestly, Hannah, I don't think with where I was when I started, it wouldn't have been possible if I had tried to soldier my way through it. What made it possible was, as Carrie said, this, is, this was, I think I had maybe already changed the game, but she said it in one of her HMBA grad office hours. And I was like, that's what I did. Thank you. Like, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm supposed to do. She said, change the game that you're playing. Like if you're not winning the game that you think you're playing, change the game. And so that's, that's what I did. I, I, and I say this, and I'll say this next week at HM, uh, HCI Live. Um, I hired myself. I was like, oh, got to get clients. And where am I going to get these clients? And I just like, I don't know what happened, but I woke up one day and I was like, wait a minute. I have people who work for me, women, they're my ideal clients, like taken outside of the fact that they, that they work for my spa, just looking at who I'm marketing to, those are my ideal clients. So if I'm saying in, in a traditional air quotes, um, coaching arrangement that, you know, increased income and passion and all of that, if all of those are results from my transformational coaching experience, wouldn't I stand to benefit financially and wouldn't it count toward increasing my income with the 10 K challenge? If I empower and coach these women through their own, like through the, through the true like 90 day program kind of experience condensed over the course of, I guess it was, that was eight weeks. Um, I hired myself as the on-staff coach. I, I pitched myself and I agreed and I thought it was a good idea. So I put all of my staff through that coaching experience. And not just coaching on, okay, how do you increase your bottom line? You know, it was, I, I, with integrity, I really approached it as I'm just going to coach them individually um, and also as a group as if they are just paying clients. So I changed the game that I was playing to the tune of, you know, over $25,000. And that, that includes private coaching and, um, and actually a keto kickstart online group 
um, at the same time. So it was a really beautiful integration of, of both parts of myself, both parts of my, my, my life. Wow. Wow. Well, congratulations. We've got a lot of listeners out there who are maybe not in the same boat or they are in the same boat as you are, you know, before the 10K challenge. What tips do you have for our tribe? Take a step back, accept reality for what it is, where you are. Um, and I think when, when you do that, it might feel like, you know, I struggled in the beginning of uh, just of our conversation to say admit defeat. So, I mean, we can for, uh, you know, like Cliff's Notes version, we can keep it short uh, and say admitting defeat. But there's an amazing, um, like, bank of strength and passion and clarity when you can really dive into your vulnerability. When you set down the things that cloud your mind and tempt shame or judgment, um, all of those things take up priceless, beautiful energy that you could otherwise be directing to other things. And really the only way to get there is to admit and make friends with, here we go back to the Anamkara um, philosophy, when you make friends with and acknowledge and respect the relationship that you have with yourself and all parts, which include vulnerability, limitation, or perceived limitation, we'll say. Um, so I think that's, that's the biggest tip that I have. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, so you're going to be at our live event. You're going to be speaking in front of a very large room. How how do you feel about that? Are you excited? Are you <laughs> am I making you nervous? Oh no, I'm 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 better at that than anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I am. I am giddy with excitement. I am jittery with nerves. Um, I am like really looking forward to it because I, I've been to an HCI live uh, event before and I know that the crowd out there is going to serve as like, a, I don't know, what's the word? It's a, well, it's a net. Like they themselves, all of those observers are the safety net. Mm -hmm. And I just know that like the love that pours forth from this crowd that I'm really excited while at the same time, of course, being terrified. Uh, I'm really just, I'm really just excited and jazzed to take on something new because I've, I've sung in front of big audiences before, like really, really big audiences before, but I've never spoken in front of an audience this size. Well, I, we're very excited to see you up there. Did you ever think, you said you went to live events before, did you ever think that you were going to be the, the person up on stage telling your story or was that always, you were, you knew that was going to happen sometimes? <laughs> oh, I, I don't, I can't say that I knew, but I, I don't know. I wanted it to be true. And so I just kind of like dreamed it, dreamed it and expected it in a way of like, oh yeah, no, yeah, I, I can see myself up there. I'll do that someday, but without taking it entirely seriously. So I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and, uh, and really, really pleased. Well, we are so excited to see uh, what you come up with and how you present your story to our entire community. Uh, and if you'd like to learn a little bit more about Calvert Thompson and Anamkara and Calvert Rejuvenations, you can go to 
anamkaralife.com or calvertrejuvenations.com. And Calvert, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it and are sending love and luck your way um, for your time up on stage at HCI Live. I can't wait to see you there. (laughs) Thank you so much, Hannah. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast. For more information on our programs, please go to www.healthcoachinstitute.com. Comment and share if you like what you hear.